The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. Good morning and welcome to BizSense Beat, our weekly roundup of the top business stories from Richmond BizSense. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and joining me this morning is BizSense reporter Jack Jacobs. Good morning, Jack. Good morning. So first up this week, Virginia Union University scored some funding to help with their redevelopment plans. Uh, tell us about that. Yes, so Virginia Union University uh, recently announced that Philadelphia-based investment firm Steinbridge Group uh, will invest upwards of $40 million in a joint venture with the university to develop up to 200 apartments and potentially some for-sale homes on university-owned land at Brook and Overbrook Roads on the campus's northeast corner. That proposed development could feature some commercial space and would feature at least 130 residential units with a market rate and lower income rents or price points that housing would be available to the general public, uh, including students and alumni of the university. This project would create a new revenue stream for Virginia Union, which would share profits from rents uh, with Steinbridge. This most recent announcement comes after another announcement in January, where the university laid out a $500 million plan for development of its campus. So this uh, venture here with Steinbridge is the first step in that larger vision uh, that's supposed to play out over the next decade. And there's been a mixed reaction to plans to overhaul the city's meals tax program. What has lawmakers concerned? So by way of background there, this week has seen uh, a couple bills intended to address Richmond tax collection issues like the ones that have been plaguing city restaurant owners move forward and another one fail in the General Assembly basically one bill in the Senate, which would have allowed Richmond and other cities to apply meals tax payments to tax returns they accompany uh, as opposed to delinquent accounts first as existing law requires was effectively killed in committee earlier this week. And uh, to get to your question there, the sticking point for some senators on the committee was whether other cities would be required to change their tax collection practices for an issue that apparently has only been a problem in Richmond. So, so that was the sticking point there. That bill would have also allowed city finance directors to waive penalties and interest. In Richmond, uh, the accumulation of such fees without notice to taxpayers has resulted in multiple restaurants receiving tax bills for tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars owed. Meanwhile, a version of the same bill uh, made it out of committee in the House and was rolled forward for consideration by the full House chamber earlier this week. Uh, A related but separate bill in the House that would also seek to address some of these tax issues also got teed up for a vote by the full House. As far as I know, those House bills haven't been voted on yet by the full chamber. That might change by time this airs, but, you know, certainly some fits and starts on the state level as state lawmakers take a stab at fixing this issue. You know, these bills are aimed at stopping what restaurant owners have said has been a problem in Richmond for years, that their monthly tax payments have been applied to unknown late fees and interest charges that snowballed over time without notice from the city. And just as these state-level efforts are playing out, so too are some local-level fixes being considered by Richmond City Council. And Richmond's planning commission this week approved several new projects. Fill us in on what's in the works. 
Yeah, so it was uh, busy this week for the uh, planning commission. The commission gave the thumbs up to everything from a boutique hotel in the fan to a new Manchester apartment building to a bridge replacement project near the Diamond. So the commission voted to recommend approval of special use permits for a four-story boutique hotel from the owners of Shindigs uh, that would rise next to the bakery's new shop on West Cary Street. That Manchester project is a 60-unit mixed-use building that would rise at the corner of Hall and West 14th Streets. Then finally, uh, on that agenda, uh, among other things, was a vote to authorize the city to accept $4 million from CSX transportation to help replace that bridge along North Arthur Ash Boulevard that uh, crosses the train tracks near the Diamond. These items all now head to city council for a final vote. And over in Hanover, a developer is suing over a rejected apartment project deal. What can you tell us about that lawsuit? Yes. So without getting too deep in the weeds, basically a pair of developers have sued the Hanover board, arguing that members erred in calculating the project's allowable density. The suit requests that the denial that the board slap that project with be rendered null and void and that the board be directed to approve the rezoning related to that project. That project is called the Summerlin, and that is a proposed $27 million, 97-unit age-restricted development on Mechanicsville Turnpike. That lawsuit is at least the second in the past year from a residential developer challenging a denial from the board. Uh, Last spring, another developer, uh, Roger Chenault, sued the board over its denial of its Rock Springs project, which is a 176-lot subdivision proposed in Southwest Hanover. That suit argued the supervisors had no substantive reason for rejecting the proposal because the project was in line with the county's land use policies. So the argument goes a a judge dismissed that case in December, but the developer is planning to appeal. And finally this week, Libby Avenue could soon have a new bike and pedestrian path What do we know about that project? So Henrico officials have uh, planned in the works to add new pedestrian and bike access along the Libby Mill, Milltown development area. Design work is underway on a proposed $4.1 million project to add a 10-foot wide shared use path that would connect to a new two-way bike lane on a section of Libby Avenue between Broad Street and Bethlehem Road. The shared use path would be constructed on Libby um, between its intersection with Broad and North Crestwood Avenue. And the bike lane would be established on Libby between North Crestwood and Bethlehem. That new path and lane would be situated on the east side of Libby Avenue, where it would run along uh, the Libby Mill project. Well, that's all the time we have for this morning. Thanks again to Jack Jacobs from Richmond BizSense for joining me today. You can read these and other business stories at richmondbizsense.com. You're listening to VPM News. (music) 